Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and it is Sunday, and we are doing Breaches of the Week. But unlike the regular Breaches of the Week, this is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. So we're going to do one very specific breach here, and that is the U.S. government. Now, if you sent me uh, data breaches in the past week or so, understand that at my next Breaches of the Week, I will be giving you a shout out there. But I want to dive right into this one, and there are a zillion sources on this. Uh, so if you missed it, it's kind of surprising, but you're probably not following cybersecurity news, uh, you know, and so that's why you're here, and thank you for that. Uh, but I'm curbing from Sam Sabin of Axios, and Axios always has really good and concise write-ups on these kinds of things. And here's what's going on. Several government agencies are now responding to a data breach tied to a recently discovered security flaw in a popular file transfer tool. And this is according to CISA talking this past Thursday. Now, this breach highlights just how vulnerable the U.S. government remains to cyber attacks after you know, years of improvement, and I don't necessarily know if there's so many improvements, but we have definitely gone down that road with the Biden administration. Obviously, CISA has really helped in that as well, and we'll talk about CISA in a moment. Now, U.S. government agencies are the newest victims of uncovered this past week, and they're part of this weeks-long hacking campaign that's exploiting a flaw in the Move It file transfer tool. So, I went back into my previous Breaches of the Week archives, thank you for those that sent me in weeks past, and found the following already declared before we actually get to the U.S. government. So in past Breaches of the Week, I've already talked about MoveIt in relation to the Nova Scotia government, that's a province in Canada, getting hit due to this first source and first national bankers bank here in the United States, the educational nonprofit National Student Clearinghouse. They've all been hit as well by MoveIt, not to mention the Minnesota Department of of education. Now, this is an interesting one because the Minnesota Department of Education outsources, uh, basically, yeah, outsources to a, a payroll company called Zealous. Now, Zealous, by virtue of having this move it flaw, had a data breach, and by virtue of having move it, they now basically caused a whole bunch of data breaches just on their own thanks to being extorted by the Klopp ransomware gang. And so, by virtue of Zealous, due to move it, the BBC or British Broadcasting Corporation had to declare, British Airways had to declare, Aer Lingus uh, had to declare, that's the National Airline of Ireland, Boots as well had to declare, I'm not 100% sure what Boots is, I believe somebody told me, I've already forgotten, but you know, they're not the they're not what you wear on your feet, they do something else, and so obviously this is a huge thing, and more, because this isn't going any anywhere, this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So here's the latest from CISA, now Jen Easterly, head of CISA, that's the Cybersecurity Infrastructure security agency here in the United States, basically talking to reporters this past Thursday, said, quote, as far as we know, these actors are only stealing information that is specifically being stored on the file transfer application at the precise time that the intrusion occurred, meaning they're not gaining deeper access. They're gaining access to, let's say, the portal, uh, you know, that MoveIt was protecting or holding files in, and they're stealing those files, but they're not getting in and getting more. That's what we know so far as of Thursday, a few days ago. Now, Easterly also added that it appears the intrusion is not being used to gain broader access into the organization systems, as I just mentioned. Now, Progress, which is the developer of MoveIt, they own Ipswich, and if you're an old nerd like I am, you know Ipswich from the 90s and early 2000s. They've been notifying customers about two uh, severe security flaws in this file transfer tool for weeks. In other words, if you're using this product, you should have been alerted, especially if it's registered and you're paying for it. They've also rolled out two different patches to fix this issue. So, 
Let's get round to the agencies in here in the United States that we know of so far. So first up is the U.S. Department of Energy. They confirmed in an email statement that two of their departmental entities were compromised using the MoveIt vulnerability. While CISA declined to identify the other victim agencies, that's actually the only one we know about this year, a senior administration official attributed the attacks to the Russian-linked Klopp ransomware gang, which has a history of targeting file transfer tools per a recent government advisory. And this is true. I've had clients brush up against Klopp before, and that is one of the ways uh, that we find uh, essentially IOCs, or we see IOCs in transfer tools. IOC is indicator of compromise or indicators of compromise, if you didn't know. Now, CISA is providing support to several federal agencies that have experienced intrusions, according to uh, Easterly as well. So we know that several federal agencies, departments, sub-departments, or the full-blown agency have been hit we just don't know who yet. And Easterly also added that CISA isn't aware of any instance of these attackers trying to extort federal agencies to get them to uh, basically pay to prevent a leak of stolen data. In other words, Klopp is not ransoming them out, nor is, let's say, Russian intelligence, which Klopp, I'm pretty sure, is related to and all of that. And so make sure, obviously, you're updating these systems. But what we know now, and I think this is an important one, is that the Department of Energy is also the one that basically has all of our nuclear and atomic secrets. I did a video a while back on declassification, just given the entire uh, you know warrant that was served at Mar-a-Lago. Can a president declassify anything they want? And so we know that uh, essentially nuclear secrets, such as, let's say, composition of uh, nuclear materials, weapons, all these kinds of things are stored and protected by the Department of Energy. They can't be unrestricted because technically they're restricted in information without essentially the Department of Energy uh, and Department of Defense agreeing, or if they disagree, then the president becomes a tiebreaker in that situation. So this is obviously very serious. We do not know what the Department of Energy was storing in its MoveIt uh, file transfer application or the containers, rather, or folders that MoveIt was attached to in order to move stuff back and forth. Was it, you know, just the, the the shopping list for the day for the interdepartmental whatever? Or was it, you know, actually restricted material that relates to, let's say, atomic energy or, or nuclear secrets? This is a very serious problem, not to mention other agencies as well. This one is rivaling the SolarWinds hack, although SolarWinds, we know, had uh, basically one, Russian intelligence written all over it, and two, uh, incredibly deep access since uh, SolarWinds was managing the federal agency's networks. This right is right up there, except MoveIt, apparently, according to the uh, CISA, is not uh, getting deeper access. They're just stealing whatever they can from the MoveIt containers to gather intelligence. And the mere fact they're not extorting the federal government is concerning uh, only in the sense that, that this is not a monetary operation. This is an intelligence gathering operation to target federal agencies and open ports. So if you're using MoveIt, I would highly recommend uh, removing MoveIt if you can, finding something else that's, let's say, better known, secure. Uh, or if you're going to keep using MoveIt, I would temporarily remove it until we know we're out of the winds. Now, if you remember, and the reason why I say temporarily move it, even though uh, Ipswich, aka Progress, has released two updates for it, is if you recall the Log4j issue, where we had weeks of Log4j saying, oh, yes, we're going to version 15, and then 16, and 17, and 18. And so we'd all friggin' update Log4j, and then three days later, we'd have to do it again, and then like a week later, we had to do it again, and then a week later, we had to do it again, and it just became a complete pain uh, to deal with that. So I would just completely disable that, uh, you know, that feature, close off those ports on your firewall, whatever you're doing uh, to make sure that you're blocking it, because obviously right now, it's a serious flaw. 
even if you're updating those issues, there's no reason why somebody hasn't found another way in to exploit that we simply don't know about. And I promise you right now, there's a lot of researchers looking at that hard, but until they find something, you know, we're just kind of in limbo. So make sure you're updating it, ideally remove it or block it temporarily or permanently. And there you go. But that is your breach of the week. Again, happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. And I think this is going to be one that I'm going to re be reporting on in future breaches of the week over and over and over. We are not done with Move It by any stretch of the imagination. And obviously, as we get wind of more U.S. government agencies or any agencies around the world attached to governments with this, you know I'll be talking about it here every Sunday on Breaches of the Week. So take care, everybody, and uh, I'll see you next time.